back to that one video just so I have it queued up. Welcome to ScaredyCast, everybody. Martin is uh, here. Hello, hello. I think Martin is a permanent fixture of the show. Be. Happy to be here. He's here with us. He's looking up some things on the internet. We are a man down tonight. Brandon is not with us tonight. A little under the weather. Uh, yeah. So it's just us two dudes. Yeah. But that's okay. That's all right. We'll uh, we'll press on. The show must go on. We miss you, buddy. If I if I die, <laughs> this show better go on. Um, the, I'll keep the torch running. If I die, I leave all the podcast equipment to you, and it's up to you to keep it going. Every Thursday morning. Wow. We got to have an episode out there. I uh, or I will haunt you. <laughs> I don't doubt that. One bit. I'll wake you up at three in the morning with Post the Podcast. <laughs> wake up, where's the podcast? Oh, All of my hard work is for nothing. I don't know why I gained yeah. an accent in the afterlife, but you it got happened. That, uh, Vincent Price. Oh yes. Wailing. Bobbly. Um I got not one. Not even two. More than two. Actually, yeah, I just got two creepy guys of the week. All right. Um, I messed up. I didn't have the music cued. Sorry. That's all right. Oh, there it is. Last week I didn't hear it. Now I can because I have headphones. Creepy guy of the week. <laughs> Okay. Guys, plural. It could be. It should be. Or what? One of them's a girl. I don't know. You. It's two gentlemen. Okay. Um, one of them he's creepy, but I would say this guy's a douchebag. Okay. Um, we'll start with this guy first. Man arrested after fighting with a five-year-old at a daycare. Physically fighting. Uh, Connecticut. A Connecticut man was arrested after an altercation with a five-year-old at a daycare. Uh, apparently, there was a Father's Day party going on and. Fathers were invited to this party, and he uh, he was had a card. They were all given cards, mm-hmm. and some random five year old like ran up and grabbed his card and like ran around the room with it. And so he started chasing the five year old around and like grabbed him, and like started screaming at him. Okay, and and ripped the card out of his hand, and, like pinned the kid to the ground. Oh wow! And was like yelling at him. That's aggressive. And then when the police came, he was saying that the five year old needed to be arrested. Methamphetamines is a hell of a drug, ladies and gentlemen. Um, now, if you were a... I mean, this is the thing, though, too. One, where is the dad of the kid who ripped the card away? Exactly. There, I'm assuming there was no dad, and this was a kid who was like, this sucks. Yeah. I'm taking this card. I want a dad. See, I... Screw I, everybody who has dads. I don't. I'm angry and need guidance. And, uh, yeah, what were the other dads in this scenario as well? Well, I mean... You know, five-year-old kids do five-year-old kid stuff. Yeah. And it's, you know, obviously putting myself in the scenario, I'd say something to kid or look for the parents, but I would not beat down what is a, a small human being. If you were a dad in this room with your five-year-old and you witnessed this, would you intervene? Absolutely. Be like, hey, excuse me, sir. 
that. Don't chase the five-year-old around? I think that's kind of my God-given duty to intervene if something like that happens. Officials say that the six-foot-four, 270-pound man Jeez. put the <laughs> child down, pinned the child to the ground. Now, say you're in the same scenario, but this man is much larger than you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm there and it's a kid or my kid, I mean, I'm going to be like, well, I'm going to... This is going to hurt, but I'm going to oh, step yeah. in here. I think we all have that line where we go, you know, hypothetical. We, you know, even driving to work or whenever you're alone, you think of those hypothetical scenarios. Yeah. If I was in this, how would I react to this? And, you know, like you said, you might you might take an ass whooping, but uh, you do it for the right reasons. Ugh, those are the worst ass whoopings. Yeah. I've had a couple of them. <laughs> and it's like, God. Was it worth it? No. Probably, but eh, it still sucks. Yeah. No. Well, and again, that you know, six foot whatever, two hundred and seventy pound man is raising another child too. Yeah, like it's not just the child that he beat. That, he's got to set a precedent for his little one, and that's going to be the worst yeah, kid. That too. little book reader is going to make a lot of kids go through therapy, probably. North Carolina gunman kidnaps family, forces them to shop at Target. Um. A North Carolina man was arrested on Tuesday for allegedly kidnapping a family, forcing them to take him shopping at Target. He uh, went to their house at 7 in the morning, demanded cash. They gave him cash, and he said, we're going for a ride. Wow. And they started driving him around. They stopped at an ATM to get more money. Okay. Headed to the convenience store, then stopped at Target, where he took the family inside, made him go shopping, buy a bunch of clothes and gift cards, until the family was like, hey, Target, uh, this guy has a gun. To which wow. officers were called and arrived and arrested him. I, you know, in, in our society, people like yourselves and probably some of our listeners, th- there's a certain point where you look at people and go, number one, why do they breed? And number two, are we that much more evolved than our own species? Oh, man. How, you know, and we're going to go with the hypothetical here, but if I'm breaking into someone's house, I'm not taking them into public, giving them the opportunity to to rat me out. That's, uh, you know, it, it, people are people, are people, I guess. And uh, I'm glad I'm on the top of that chain. So I brought in another ghost story to talk about. Okay. Um, but I feel like we talk about ghosts all the time. It's an and easy topic to go off on. So. It is, and there's always something about ghosts going on. Um, but there's a whole other plethora of things out you there. Got some, can... You got some juicy alien stuff. I do. Actually, um, I wanted to bring up a, a YouTube video that I saw a while ago, and it, it kind of resonated with me. It's, a, it's called Project Blue Book, and it's got 2 million views on YouTube. It's a 19, about, I don't know, 19,500 thumbs up. And basically, it's an interview with what looks like a, an extraterrestrial who very brokenly speaks English, um, uses you know five dollar college words, and, and basically says that we're the own demise of our of our species. And whether or not it's real, um, that's that's to be seen. Okay, so you have it pulled up. We're gonna play some of the audio from this. And uh, what's it called again? Uh, it's Project Blue Book Alien Interview: okay. Secrets of the Universe Revealed. Here we go, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. Tell us what. Earth.
I am Trumbull, from your future. Offset spatial divergence. So I take it aliens have over our future, right? An evolutionary descent. Since evidence was destroyed. What's he saying? Nature is the objective reality, and the idea of life is ascribed, meaning it's, it's up to your perception. We evolved need a past. We evolved for a need past superstition. Death is a human construct. Basically, it goes on to say that, you know, the, the nuclear war that happened that kind of killed our, our species was because of religious and um, political dogma. And whether or not you believe this video is real, the message is, is pretty profound. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring it up and kind of play it for, for our, our listeners today is just it's something to check out. And it's something, that, you know, either way, the message is good. And it's just, you know, obviously our, you know, our species is going to be our own downfall. But <clears throat> moving on to maybe a little bit of a lighter note, um, there was a video that I found that was out of Russia, and it looked like a spacecraft. The, the footage didn't look doctored at all, and it was essentially what looked like two wings uh, with lights on them and then a large cluster of lights. Let me see if I can pull that back up. And it's on YouTube. If you type in... I believe it's UFO sightings. Did you hear about Kurt Russell? No. He uh, was in an interview and said that he was here whenever the Phoenix lights happened. He was flying a plane when it happened. Really? Yeah. Um, no, I remember. I remember vividly when that happened. I was a, uh, I think I was a sophomore in high school, mm. and I went to Corona down on McClintock, or I'm sorry, Rule and Ray. Mm-hmm. 
and it happened at South Mountain, and I was I was playing basketball that night. I don't remember seeing them, but I remember seeing it on the news. Yeah, I don't remember seeing them. I know it was on the news that night. I watched it. Mm-hmm. It was weird. Yeah. So what did what did Kurt Russell say that he that it was literally like he was flying a plane and saw them and radioed in about them and did they he, didn't know anything. Like they were separate lights, or that he saw a structure attached to the lights, anything like that, or just it was just separate lights. Yeah. See, and, and the reason I think that um, our Luke Air Force Base or whoever in the military said that they were dropping um, signal flares, and it was, it was just it was so consistent with mm-hmm. the way that they dropped, and and it, it doesn't add up. There might be something there, there might not, whether it's terrestrial or, or extraterrestrial. That's, you know, we're, I don't know that we'll ever know. I think we will. In time, hopefully. Someday. Yeah after they can release that information. I think there's so much stuff that the government hides from us. And the best way to sum it up is the, the first men in black, it, you can tell an individual something and they can comprehend it, but when you tell a mass amount of people, it becomes hysteria. Mm. People in general just become like sheep and they all you know, decide to Oh, definitely. People scramble. freak out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me see if I can find this. Top UFO sightings for... June of 2017. Whoa. Number four. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. Okay. As this one is actually Mamma mia, look at this UFO. This is a mothership for sure. <laughs> when I first oh, saw this geez. footage, I was like, what is going on over here? Oh, yeah. Oof, Incredible That's footage, a mothership, guys. This That's is, a mothership uh, for sure. You know, oh, Close-up yeah. footage right there. Look at that. Just flying away from the source. Thank God he had his camera and just started Thank filming God. this thing. And oh, yeah. apparently this thing was huge. We're talking about at least, you know, the size of a house. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, this it's, frame it's doesn't look huge, like there's eh? anything That's a mothership. to compare oh, yeah. to. But this is what the source was saying. Just incredible footage over here. Uh-huh. This footage comes to us from the <laughs> sky. This sorry guys, bad one. Yeah. I, uh, I'm there we I'm go. Fired from that because <laughs> I thought I had a good one. This wasn't the one that I looked up, but the, Oh my the gosh, everybody, look at that. That's the mothership. It's at least a house big. Look at the house mothership. I didn't realize a house was a standard unit of measurement. Here comes my eight year old. There he is. Hey. What buddy. do you need, guy? No, not right now. We're recording a podcast. Yeah. No, not we right now. We can't pause the podcast, yeah. man. This is happening. Once we're rolling, we're rolling. Yep, and you're in the reality of it now. Yeah, you're in the bubble. You understand that they can hear you, right? They hear everything. Say hi to our audience. Hi. There you go. All right. All right. I'll come take care of it in a minute. Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Gee whiz. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're YouTube videos. Um Speaking of YouTube videos mm-hmm. and scary things, you know what's scary? Hmm. Bugs. Yes. Uh, Not a fan, especially here in Arizona. There's a man on YouTube. Uh, God, what is his name? Is this the guy that does the, the biting? Like the yes. Uh, his him. name is Coyote Peterson, I think. Let's look him up real quick. Um, but he basically, like the YouTube channel, I'm and I'm sure I'm the last person, like you just immediately knew who I was talking about, like, I'm the last person to hear of this guy, but his YouTube channel is called Brave Wilderness. Mm-hmm. I just and he it up. just gets like every kind of insect or bug or animal yep. 
and lets them bite him. Like, no matter how poisonous they yeah. are or even deadly, like, he's like, I'm going to let this animal bite me and we're going to see what happens. And I'm like, okay, crazy guy. Wow. I watched one today where he had 3,000 bees on his face. On his face? Like, they were wrapped around his neck. Massacre. And they're just stinging the shit out of him. And, like, as, like, he gets them all off and he's trying to, like, wrap it up and talk to the camera. And, like, as he's going... And like gradually, like it's only like a minute, mm-hmm. but his lips just keep getting bigger and bigger. And they're oh, no. huge. Like it's nuts. And he's drooling all over himself. He lets like scorpions sting him. He lets rattlesnakes bite him and yeah. healer monsters bite him. Um, uh, he let like the oh. bullet ant bite yep. him. And uh, let's see here. We've got 3,000 bees attack on my face. Yeah, that's the one I watched today. <laughs> yeah, dude, this um, guy is crazy. Giant stabbing roach. I didn't even know that thing existed. I want that him me. on this podcast to talk. That would be cool about all of these animal things. Stung by a lionfish. I am gonna reach out right now before I forget. That's I awesome. Forget. Ladies and gentlemen, you hear it first. We're gonna hopefully get this gentleman on. Um, I'm gonna pull one up real quick. This is the Black Widow challenge, and he's got 13 million views on one of these, and. If I recall watching him, he just basically he gives you a little bit of background on the uh, on the bug and what Scoville scale it's up to. Oh wait, no, the Scoville scales for hot stuff, I believe, or whatever the. Oh, and that's a Black Widow. Yeah. Yeah, like this guy's nuts. And he's on location in Arizona. It looks like so. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff here, from what it seems. I wonder if he's local. I don't know. That'd be great if he was. Yeah. I, would, I for sure want him on here. He's taking an alligator bite, it looks like. He has... Well, there's one where he took a little baby fox. I don't think it bit him, but that's adorable. Yeah, he did uh, the tarantula hawk. That okay? If you and I've actually like I've seen one here. Oh yeah, they're they're flying around here. I, uh, they're huge. Mm-hmm. I am not a fan. I've seen them in my backyard, and I pretty much we had an uh, above ground pool. Mm-hmm. And I went out one day, and I like found one in there. It was the first time I ever seen one, and I was immediately like, "Nope, pool's gone. Sorry, yeah. we're not <laughs> doing this no more." Yeah. Um, well, and then have you ever seen footage of a uh, a camel spider? Yeah. Like the really large ones. Yep. I don't want to mess around with any of this mess. There is also a bug here that looks like a camel spider, but uh, not as big, and I don't know what it's called. Um, you know who might be a good guy to come on would be like Dave Coleman. Who's that? Uh, Dave Coleman is the the bug guy around here that does a uh, snake removal. Uh-huh. We live up here in North Phoenix, and we're we're pretty much in the desert. So, <laughs> rattlesnakes, gopher snakes, king snakes, uh, javelina, coyotes, scorpions, a plenty. Um, we're pretty much in their backyard, and they still, you know, they come around us, and we just let them do their thing. Yeah, I, and I mean, I grew up here. Off of the I-17 Happy Valley. For those that don't know, maybe like five miles south of here. I have n- I'd never seen a scorpion or a heel monster or a tarantula. I saw a rattlesnake once in my life. But that was it. Like, I never saw anything. And I moved up here mm-hmm. just five miles north, yep. and I've seen everything. I've oh, seen yeah. bobcats. 
Oh, that's right. I've seen deer. I've seen... Up here? Yeah. I've seen mules. I have seen mules. I've seen deer. I've seen the mules. I've seen javelinas. I've seen hundreds of scorpions at this point because they're freaking everywhere. If you take a black light out to your back wall... Oh, yeah. um, They just... The cool thing about uh, scorpions is when you take a black light to them, they, they are like a fluorescent... They give off a fluorescent glow, so... Um, if you ever need to search for them in your house, get a little tiny flashlight that's like a black light. And like if you were to go to a club and they stamp your hand with that invisible stamp, they have that reflective glow just like that. Our house, when we first moved up here, it was infested with scorpions. Yep, I believe like, it. We could not get rid of them. Every night before I went to bed, I'd have to search the house for scorpions with a black light and kill them yep. all. Just, just to feel safe to yeah, sleep. a little bit. And the thing with scorpions is it's the smaller ones that you have to worry about. The bigger ones, they'll, they'll hurt, they'll sting you. But the little ones, supposedly, and I might be wrong on this. If, if I am, then, you know, someone, you know, write into us at Facebook or on our Instagram, uh, ScaredyCast, and let us know. But the smaller ones don't know how to control their venom. So they'll, they'll just keep pumping it into you when they, when they strike you. Ugh. That's my understanding, at least. Ugh. I just got somebody tweeted at me. Oh yeah, was and it asked that? if I'm getting my unicorn gifts ready? What is there? What's happening? I don't know, but I'm gonna look up unicorn gifts. I wasn't. Wasn't planning on it. Why? Unicorn. What's gifts. happening? Omg. Um. So yeah, dude, like that guy's crazy. Coyote, yeah. coyote man. We applaud you. We applaud you. Shake our head at the same time. Um, I got a news article here. Okay. What do you got? Um, hold on one second. There we go. Uh, none of my business, really. You don't even have to answer it. I don't want you to answer it, actually. Okay. But say uh, you didn't. Say you were making a lot of money. Okay. And uh, someone came to you and they said. Uh, Say you were making $30,000 a year. Okay. Someone comes to you and says, hey, uh, would you like $64,000 a year? Mm-hmm. You'd be interested, right? There'd be a caveat to that. Yeah, well, obviously, the answer is yes, but why? what would be different? What would I have to do differently, and would it be moral? Would it be ethic? Would it be legal? Uh, you have to be a nanny. Hmm. Take care of a couple of kids. You get four weeks of vacation. Nuts. You know, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm actually pondering that because, I mean, it's good money. You could provide for your family. Uh-huh. There, it's it's nothing to scoff at. You're a living nanny, though. You'd have to live mm. with this family. Sixty-four thousand dollars a year. Say you had no family either. Say you're just See, you on your if own. If it was just me on my own, uh huh, and I could have the nights to myself. Yep. Um. And then what? Four days off a month? Four Is weeks. Four weeks. Four weeks a year. Four weeks a year you off. You get vacation. And then I'm assuming the family, you know, if they're wealthy enough to, to pay you sixty four thousand a year, I'm guessing you might be going on vacation. Yeah. There's perks of things like you know possibly quote unquote company car. Yeah. Like uh you know whether it be a minivan or an SUV to take the kids around. You never know. You never know what's going on with the yeah. lady of the house either. You know she. You know. Oh, a male au pair. You never know. You know uh, what I mean. Business and pleasure. The catch is mixing the two. The catch is hmm. the house is haunted. Oh. Five nannies have already quit the job due to experiencing uh, mm. furniture being moved 
Broken glass. Strange noises. Male or female nannies? Uh, It didn't say. It didn't say. Okay. Uh, The family admits that they were told the house was haunted when they bought it 10 years ago, but they personally have not experienced anything. Does it affect the kids at all? Do the kids see anything? Are the kids scared? Apparently not. Apparently this, whatever's in this house goes at the nanny. So if I'm thinking it's just the wife at night, you know, with, with pretty nannies running about trying to scare them off. Oh, that's another angle. Possibly. It is. Um, no, I think honestly, I would give it the opportunity and say, yeah, you know what? I'll give you a month and we'll see what goes on with this haunting thing. And the first experience that I have, um, I would exploit it. Okay. I would have, you know, I'd have scaredy cows come out or I'd have someone come out and document. <laughs> I ain't going out there. Well, you know. That's all you or Brandon, you it's, guys. It's 64000 a year to resolve an issue. I, I think, you know, it's worth throwing. You could pay me $64,000 just to go in the house for a day and look around a little bit. But that's it. Really? Yeah, I would do it. I would stay a month. Sixty-four grand for a month, okay. and you have to deal with... Mm-hmm. And again, it depends on the level of haunting. If, if it's demonic and it's going to follow me home, nah, take your money. There, there's no amount of money. I mean, that. apparently it's not following anybody because apparently it's, it's every just, nanny that moves in there goes after them. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming it doesn't follow anybody. It just doesn't want them there. Maybe it's a relative or something and that every single nanny that's been there in there has done something wrong that the family hasn't realized or hasn't caught, or maybe they're just not good people. Maybe. And the entity is looking out for the family. Maybe. There's so many different angles you could spin on this, but I think to answer your question, yeah, I'd go for, for 64,000. If I was single, didn't have a family. Heck yeah. That's a lot of disposable income. Plus you don't have to pay rent. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's just a lot of money, you know, liquid. No bills. Exactly. No overhead. Like your cell phone phone bill maybe, but yeah. Yeah. Maybe if they have really crappy internet and you play video games, you might have to pay for some better mm. internet, but yeah. Gamefly. You know. Right? By the way, we are looking for sponsors, Gamefly. Gamefly. I love Gamefly. So do I. I haven't used Gamefly in a really long time. I haven't either. <laughs> Since <laughs> 2007. I... I only remember because I had like, it was when I had my apartment and I had Gamefly. I used them. I think the last game I rented for them was... Uh, Tom Clancy's The Division. That wasn't a bad game, but it was very intricate, and I just That wasn't didn't. that long ago. No, no. I think oh. it was like last year. I just didn't have time to dedicate to it, so I sent it back and canceled my account. All right. Um, so what else do we have? I don't know. We're 26 minutes in. Okay. We got like another... We're like halfway through this journey. Um. All right. I thought I thought I had a good stock full of things to talk about to get us through a whole hour, but oh, we can get through an hour easy. I'm gonna pull up something silly and stupid, and again, all right, uh, listener participation. I like I'm, silly and stupid. I'm gonna go with my favorite memes that I use on a daily basis, almost <laughs> <laughs> like the ones where if you're you know trolling social media or you're in a text uh-huh. message with someone, what what are, what are your go-to memes that you use? Um, I don't know. I know for me, uh, the Patrick Stewart facepalm is, is yeah. pretty. That's a classic one. That one's being used. Um, fries, shut up and take my money. That, you know, if I see a new product that I want, I definitely go with that. I have a, what's your, what's your knowledge of horror movies? Not as extensive as yours. I know I can tell you that right now, but mm. not bad. Well, I mean. Who's, whose knowledge is, you know? A lot of people. I don't know a whole lot. I kind of stopped 
kind of fell off the horror movie wagon for a while. Um, but I was going to, uh, I was just going to scroll through some horror news. Okay. Get your thoughts on all this that's going on in the horror world. I know, uh, what's his, Danny, who's the guy that it was Kenny Powers? What's his last name? Uh, Danny McBride. He was going to do a, a new horror movie. Are they rewriting something? Halloween. It was Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that? I love it. And I think they got less, um, or who's the original director of that? John Carpenter. I think they got his blessing. Yeah. He's actually producing, and I think he's actually even doing the score again. Really? Yeah. Okay. And one of the things that, that Danny had said, I guess, was, you know, they want to keep it to true form and they want to make sure that it has the same integrity that the right. original did, which it's really nice to hear because I'll, I don't know if you watched South Park or not, but the whole mm-hmm. last season essentially was based around the fact that J.J. Abrams has been shoving old 80s movies down our throats again because it's it's safe, it's comfortable, and it's yeah. it's what we like. That's like, a, uh, that's like some people out there, they don't like Star Wars The Force Awakens. Because they say it's too close to the original movie. And I'm like, you know what? Guess what? My favorite pizza is Ray's Pizza. And you know what? I eat it all the time. Yeah. Because it's still good. I can agree with that. So? I can. If I had Ray's Pizza as a kid and I haven't had it since I was a little kid, I want Ray's Pizza. Yeah. Because it brings Give me you that back same to- pizza. Don't change it. Don't mess with it too much. Just maybe throw a couple extra toppings on there because I'm older now. Yep. I like other things other than just cheese. So yeah, I that that is a strong argument. And you know, I I can agree with that to an extent. Um, I think, you know, if, if you take a raised pizza and make it into something that tastes horrible, yeah, that's different. Right. Like if they were to like childhood ruined. Yeah, give me two or three movies that you would never want to see redone, ever, because they just couldn't do it. Jaws is okay. number one, obviously. Well, uh, I got some bad news for you. They're not remaking Jaws. They're not? No. I know that. Okay. Um, Back to the Future. Yeah, you can't redo Back to the Future. And uh, I got to pick another one? Yeah, why not? Oh, man. Die Hard. I was just watching... uh, There's no way... With a Vengeance today. There's no way you can recapture all of that and make it as good. And now with movie remakes, too, like especially with horror, it's like I'm okay with them. If you're going to make them better. True. Or if you're going to help the originals. That's the thing with like Nightmare on Elm Street is it's like, look, Robert England is Freddy Krueger. Yeah, always will be. And there's no, you're not getting out of it. This isn't like James Bond. Where you can switch him up every Exactly. Like this is him mm-hmm. and you can't mess with that at all. No. Um, maybe if he was dead. And yeah. it's been a really long time. And well, and you're gonna you're kind of bringing it to a different audience, but there has to be that time. Like with Ocean's Eleven, I, and the only reason I use this is just the time that went by from the original cast to what it has been in the last three movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that's a respectable amount of time to bring something, you know, a script that was that good that had that kind of brilliance that you could update and, and make it into something that newer generations can like. But you're right; you can't take something 15, 20 years that. That's a staple that is iconic and, and passed off to someone else and hope that they, you know, can fill those shoes. Yeah, and the thing with the new Halloween, too, is that it's not a remake, and it's kind of a reboot, I guess, because they say that it's not going to, you know, it's not a remake of the first one. It's continuing on after the second movie, they said. Okay. 
And a lot of people I know are upset because they're like, oh, Danny McBride, he's a comedian. It's like, yeah, well, guess what? Comedians make some of the best horror movies. Like, just this year, Get Out came out, Mm -hmm. directed and made by a comedian, and it was, like, one of the best horror movies we had in years. Was that the one with the the black guy and the white girlfriend, and they went to the... Yeah. Tara and I wanted to go see that. It looked interesting. It was so good. Really? Yeah. Who did that one? Uh, Jordan Peele. Really? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you know, we, you can go all the way back to, um, the hell's his name? Jonathan Landis. Okay. The name kind of rings a bell. Made Animal House. Okay. You know? Mm -hmm. Comedy guy. Makes American Werewolf in London. Ah. And it's like a 30-year-old movie, but it's still hundreds of times better than current horror movies. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, dude, like, comedians can make good horror movies. Well, and I think you said I need to go check out the that one that you just said, but I didn't know Jordan Peele made that. That yeah, makes man. sense, though. I mean, people it, people aren't just one particular <laughs> type of emotion either. And if you're creative, like it, I love that show, Key and Peele, and um, you know, if you can go one way with an emotion, there, there's no reason why you don't have that that range to go another. So I think you just sold me on that. I'm going to go check that out. Definitely, it's out to rent now. Um. But yeah, Jaws and Back to the Future, the two movies, don't... You can't mess with Never, them. ever touch them. Um, I'm trying to think of any others. And Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard, definitely. Uh, Tombstone? Uh, I mean, no, that, that's can't. in my... You can't yeah. really. No. And I think that was the casting on that one was just done very well. Yeah, that's the thing, too. That's the thing about movies today, too. That's... It's weird. Because it's like... Back when I was a kid, movie posters... And like VHS covers, sometimes like the actor's name is bigger on that than yeah. the movie title. Like yeah. they got like the Predator is like the perfect example. Like Schwarzenegger. you look at the poster for Predator, it just says Schwarzenegger really big. Yep. It's like that's all I need to know. I'm there. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, Tom Cruise in this movie, I don't give a shit. Like the mummy. I was just gonna go there. Thank the mummy you. is doing horrible. Well, as it should. First and foremost, what the why did they get rid of Brendan Fraser? I saw it. I liked it. You liked the new mummy? I did. Really? They got rid of Brandon Fraser because it takes place in present day. Okay, that makes sense. And Brandon Fraser's character is would like to is, be is eighty dead. or ninety. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So But he didn't he didn't ruin the, the trilogy or the, the and franchise. I mean, what is going and I mean you just said it. Why'd they get rid of Brendan Fraser? What is with all the sudden love for these Brendan Fraser mummy movies? Like, where did this come from? When it, it, it's peanut butter and jelly, it, it's not so much of a love. It, it's more when I think of the mummy series. That is, you know, you re, it's relatable to Brendan Fraser. I guess, but I mean, like when I think of the mummy series, I think of really bad acting. Yep, really awful, bad CGI. Like, not great CGI. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the time, maybe it was kind of good. Mm-hmm. But no, like they're not good at all. Like they must have sunk a lot of money in. I like Brendan Fraser as mm-hmm. a person. I love Encino Man. Oh yeah. But those are not good movies. And the third one didn't have Brendan Fraser either. Nobody said anything. The Scorpion King? No, it was the Tomb of the Dragon Mummy Man. Oh, or the yeah, the whatever one it was. Okay. I don't think he was I, in it at least. I was don't he? recall. No. Look it up. I'll look it up. Um no, yeah, it's not so much like, being a fan I saw, of. I mean, I saw the Tom Cruise one, and it was fine. It was entertaining. And the nice thing about it, too, is it wasn't... Every movie now is also is like two and a half hours long. Yeah. Well, this this my movie is like an hour and 40 minutes. It's like, boom. Here's nice. the movie. Done. You're done. 
I, see, I let's uh, let's go off on that Tom Cruise tangent. Um, I love Tom Cruise. Top Gun too. I love any Tom do you Cruise think can it'll do be successful. Tom Cruise can do anything, and I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I, I, as an actor, he's great. I, I, I've enjoyed the uh, the Mission Impossible's a lot of his work. On a personal level, though, because of the science. Brandon Fraser was in the Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Man or he was. Dragon Emperor. I thought, I, I didn't, I didn't know that at all. Another about that. Um. Anyways, yeah, Tom Cruise. Welcome to Scary Cast, where we talk about ghosts and shit, but we're discussing Tom Cruise, so you just got to go on this ride with us, as usual. This is 25 episodes, and if you don't know how things go in this podcast at this point, then, well, and you if know. you're still um, hanging on, thank you. And Yeah, dude, like, t- I know personal life, Tom Cruise is crazy, and but I mean, like, he's a really super nice guy. Like, if you see him at press things or, like, yeah. red carpets and all that, he's, like, the nicest dude in the world, and, like, if you see him do his, like, skits with you know, Ben Stiller and all that. Oh, and that he does like great. comedy movies. Tropic like, Thunder he's was awesome. awesome. And his action, like the dude is old. Yeah. He's an old man. Remember Cocoon? Oh my, that was what, 83? Yeah, remember Cocoon with like the old men mm-hmm. and they were swimming? He's their age now. No way. Wilford Brimley in Cocoon. You know Wilford Brimley? Oh, I know. I know Diabetes Brimley. Tom Cruise is now is the same age as Wilford Brimley when he made Cocoon. And wow. look at Tom Cruise. Yeah. And he's doing all his own stunts and they're like he's crazy always crazy ass stunts. Like Okay. He's got a death wish almost. You can you can sell that because again, he's I what was that movie that he made with Jamie Foxx where he was the the hit? Oh, Collateral? Collateral. Holy crap, that's collateral. an amazing movie. Yeah. Right? And you could tell he knew how to use a weapon in that movie. I mean, his, his tactical form was brilliant. Yeah. It was dead on. Tom dead Cruise on. is the man. And t- Top Gun 2, I think first one in line. Okay. I love Top Gun. I'm curious to see it. I just how can you how can you possibly hold a candle to the first one? I mean, I mean that, that so if iconic. you bring, I mean, Tom Cruise is there. If you bring back, you got to have Val Kilmer there. Yeah. You got to bring back as many of the original cast as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to keep it as cheesy. We need cheesy songs. Yep. We need a volleyball scene. Yeah. You got to have that. Maybe play a different sport. I don't know. Play some racquetball. I'll take racquetball this time <laughs> around. <laughs> and I'm in, man. Like, yeah. Okay. You know what? I, I want to see it too. You know what I, they should do? This is a, for today's day and age. This is what I say. This is you know how you sell Top Gun too. Hmm. You know how you make Top Gun. Listen to me. Uh, who owns the rights to Top Gun? What kind of Paramount? I'm guessing. I think it's Universal, Paramount. Yeah, or Paramount. Warner Brothers. Tom Cruise, Paramount. Listen to me. This is how you're going to make a billion dollars with Top Gun. Listen to me. We don't know what's happened with Maverick since the ending mm-hmm. of the first movie. Yeah. What we do know is, you can be my wingman anytime. Aww. Let's skip ahead, present day. Mm-hmm. Maverick and Iceman, they're together. You kind of, I could see it, it was kind of going that way. Right? Yeah. Like they're, Maverick but, and Iceman are, they're married. They're together. They're working oh. at, you know, they're working at the Top Gun school. Okay. So they're, and like, they're running Miramar. They have adopted a son in the meantime. And their son is ready to go to Top is Gun ready school. to go to Top Gun. That's how you do it. Boom! You're welcome. I I love the angle. I I'm 
seeing a lot of people from the original that don't have that same broad outlook that we do, though, on that particular lifestyle. That's funny. Tom, Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer is the only two people you need with that kind of outlook, and they'll do it. They're down for that. Oh, yeah. yeah so, yeah, dude. That's like how we it. do it. I like it. Bring it. <laughs> Give me that version. Everybody was always saying, like, oh, Top Gun has all these, like, gay innuendos. We're like, Maverick loves Iceman, and he loves Goose. So it's like, all right, you know what? Make it a thing. Make it happen. Let's Make just, Top Gun 2. Like, oh, shit, it was really was about that in Top Gun. <laughs> Done. I don't think the United States military would, uh, or the United States Air Force would. They'd have to. Top Gun. Because Top Gun. Because Top Gun. Hashtag because Top Gun. You know why? (laughs) Because guess what? Remember what Top Gun did for the military? Actually, yeah. Everybody wanted to be a fighter pilot. Yep. So guess what's going to happen again? Same thing. Everybody's going to be like, well, man, I need to be a fighter pilot. Is it going to be fighter pilot or is it going to be drone pilots now because of the, the time variant? Fighter pilots. You still think? Just because it's cooler. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's more machismo to actually be in a you know yeah. in a jet than. There's got to be a drone aspect though. There just does just to meet the sign of the times. I remember I had the Tom Top Gun cassette soundtrack when nice. I was a kid. Was so good. Yeah, man. Tom Cruise. And you know what? I don't care. And the dudes. And the thing is with the mummy. Like, when's the last time you saw an A lister? Like. And I mean, like, Tom Cruise is as A-list as you could get. Pretty much. Do a horror movie. Was it a horror movie? I that's the thing. Like that's action that's the other thing, too, that I was, when I walked out of the theater, I'm like, that's why this movie's not doing as well, because it is a horror movie. There's a lot of horror elements in it. Okay. But when you watch a trailer, it's like, oh, it's a Tom Cruise action movie. Well, and again, he's typecasted like that, whether it's, it's kind of the truth. The thing is, like, it's a horror movie. It has some action. It has like a few action scenes in it, mm-hmm. yes. But at the grid of it, it's as much of a horror movie in actiony as the original, like the one with Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Like it had horror elements, but it had action scenes too. Tom Cruise movie is the same thing. I would say the Tom Cruise movie has more horror elements going on in it than the Brendan Fraser mummy movies. See, when you say horror, I'm 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 looking at the dichotomy between something like Halloween, which is a genuine right. suspense horror movie, and something that's more of a tentpole like The Mummy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's like horror light versus horror. Right. So it it might fit all those elements, but I'm talking like uh, zombies, zombie mummies, you know, monsters, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Okay. The other thing is there's that. First off, their marketing thing didn't market as a horror movie, which they should have done. They should be like, this is a horror movie with Tom Cruise. That could have been uh, two is they're like, this is the mummy. The, this is going to be the launch of our new Universal Monster series. Mm-hmm. But they don't even advertise the fact that the mummy is not the only Universal Monster in the movie. There's others. There is another. Okay. Don't, I mean, I could spoil it. No. I, or not. I might. There's a good chance I'll say it. Okay. No spoilers, but yes, the, the mummy is not the only classic Universal Monster that pops up. All right. Also, everybody's like, what about the Brendan Fraser mummy? There's a reference. Oh, there is. To where, okay, like, so okay, they, this actually could have... This it, it happens in the same universe. universe. Okay, I see. Gotcha. So, yeah, it's all... They it's all relative. Up. They dropped the ball, I think. Well, let's talk about other movies that are going to drop the ball. Um, Transformers. And the reason I bring oh, up the man. new Transformers... I know, I know. Um, where oh, we live... Uh, Transformers was filmed on a part of the freeway, the 303 here in Phoenix, and they did a couple other scenes at, like, a junkyard... Uh, last, what was it, last October? Yeah, something it was like that. that. 
So just because of that, and that was my commute to work uh, this time last year, and I remember it being shut down and, um, you know, seeing some of the, the Nest trucks and stuff running down the freeway, that was pretty cool. So that is basically one of the only reasons I want to see this movie, just so I can go, I drive my car where they blew all that shit up. Um, more than that, Tony and I, were we were discussing this earlier, but there's really not... Here's the thing about the Transformers yeah, movies. Yeah, you, you tell it, because I'm on the same page with you. I mean, as a kid, we're the same age. Mm-hmm. We grew up. I don't know what your love was when you were a kid, but mine was Transformers. I had Megatron when Megatron was a gun. I had... Uh, oh, fuck. And Soundwave. Yeah, I had... Um, and Starscream. Why? I'm an old man. The name's blinking <laughs> on me, but he's the purple dude. The purple Decepticon that turned into a gun as well. Megatron. No, not Megatron. Are you sure? Yeah, Megatron. I know Megatron. Yeah, Megatron was he was a he, he was, was a hand he gun. was gray, but there was a purple one, and he had like a big wide eye. Why people listening right now are probably screaming like you idiot! It's this name, stupid. <laughs> well, sorry. Okay, I'm I forget shit all the time. Um, but yeah, it was like Transformers, He Man, all that stuff. Rock Lords, um, Mask. Oh, I remember Mask. Uh, yeah, you know all that stuff and. You know, Transformers comes out of the movie, and I go see it. I'm like, all right, well, why is that Transformer peeing on a man? Why is that dude in a jock strap running around? This is weird, but oh, hey, look, okay, we got Transformers at least. And then the second movie came out, and it was even worse. I'm like, that Transformer has balls. This Transformer's farting. What yeah. is going on? Um, and then they just kept getting worse and worse. Was that it right there? Uh, yeah, that one right there. Shockwave. Shockwave. Okay, okay you had Shockwave. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I had Megatron. Um, well, I had a lot of them, and I still somewhere in a box I have Optimus Trailers Prime uh, trailer. Um, but yeah, like they just keep getting really bad movies, and and the thing is, they're Transformers. This mm-hmm. shouldn't be hard to make an awesome Transformer movie. No. And the other thing is, Michael Bay. Like I'm watching the last Transformer movie, and mm-hmm. I'm like. This is a pile of garbage. Like, this plot makes no sense it whatsoever. Didn't, it, and then at the end, they, like, they just hurried it up to wrap it up. And they're, you're like, they're running around the world trying to keep this thing away from them. And then at the end, Optimus Prime is like, I'm going to fly away in outer space so they can never get their hands on this. It's like, well, yeah. why didn't you do that like an hour ago? Yeah. Like, you could have saved all this time. Could have saved TJ Miller's life, probably. <laughs> um, That's right. He got <laughs> like, up. I'm just like... I'm watching the movie. I'm like, Michael Bay is the greatest director we have right now. He's like, uh, dude can sh- he's like up there. out of not writing wise. You mean as far as cinematography? As far as like cinematography and shooting a movie. Okay. Michael Bay can shoot the shit out of a movie. Yeah. Like I'll agree with holy that. Holy shit. The dialogue is is like very... if you just watch Transformers on mute a little bit, and you don't pay attention to story at all. And you're just watching like the scene. Yeah. And like the shots and the action going on. Nobody can do a better action scene than Michael Bay. No. John Woo, if you throw out some dubs, maybe. And but. it's like, just give him a good script. Yeah. Is that... It? Just, like, why doesn't he make these good? Well, and then... I the, mean, I know we're going to... Like, I, my wife loves the Transformers movie, and I have to go see this weekend. Yeah. I want to go see Baby Driver next weekend, so it's kind of like... That looks good, too, with the kid that drives the Subaru. Yeah, she doesn't want to go see it. I'll go see it with and you. We'll go see it. I'm forcing her to go. You can go, too. Okay. But I'm like, fine, I'll go see Transformers. You got to go see Baby Driver. All right. And it's weird. I'm like telling her, I'm like, you love Edgar Wright movies, like you know, mm-hmm. all these. Why don't you? She's like, I don't know. Edgar, who? What other movies? Well, well, here, let's finish our, our Transformers. Team. Transformers. Michael Bay, Bad Boys. Bad Boys. You know, we classic, talked about Bad yeah. Boys before, like we did. And The Rock. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Dude can make awesome movies. So it's like, they own all the rights. Why is it that I have not gotten a movie yet where, okay, here we go again. The Decepticons are here to destroy the Earth. And guess what? The Autobots got to stop them again. And you know what? It's five movies now. Obviously, the Autobots are not. So bring in G.I. Joe. <laughs> bring in Joe's. To help the Autobots stop Hasbro, the Decepticons. They are on the same licensing. Aren't yeah, they? they are. Okay. It's time. Well, even the G.I. Joe That's movies. what it's all about these days, these movie mashups That's, and universes. It's well, like, bring yeah. them together. And I think Transformers, the reason they brought it back is because General Motors had an opportunity to showcase the Camaro and bringing that back. Mm. And there's a lot when it comes to, I mean, the cars that they showcase in these movies are like, they're, they're, they're moving uh, media at this point. Yeah. There's, and, and that's not a bad thing. It's, you've got to, like, you, we're going back in time where some Transformers were Templars or, or something, some kind of knights. It, yeah. I can't follow the storyline, even from the previews. And it doesn't make me want to see more. It makes me just go, oh, God, is this going to be a turd like the last one? Right. So, not excited to see it, but, you know, we're, we're going to see it. So, moving on to Baby Driver. Who, yes. The director. What other Edgar movies? Wright. Edgar, what other movies has he done? Uh, Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Hot Fuzz. Okay. Uh, World's End. Okay. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Okay. Almost Ant-Man. I like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Actually, they all are. Hot yeah. Fuzz is... Yeah. Okay, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little bit serious, but it's going to have some humor to it. Yeah. And I was watching some scenes... And great music. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. Is that coming out this weekend? Next weekend. Next weekend. Okay. On the 28th, actually. It's so next Wednesday. We got plans next weekend. Boom. Definitely. All right. Uh, that's movies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, else, uh, what else is out there in the universe? Uh, put Tom I, Cruise in a Transformer movie. That wouldn't be bad. Put Tom Cruise in a G.I. Joe role. Have, him well, be, have Tom Marlon Cruise Wings. be Duke. They, no, Channing Tatum. I, I think he didn't do bad. As Duke he didn't do role. bad. He was fine. And then I mean, having, um, who was it? was it? It wasn't Harrison Ford. It was uh, who Bruce played? Willis. No, Bruce Willis was in it, but who played um, the general? Oh, God, I can't um, remember. And again, there's probably people shouting this out. out I don't there. think so. I don't think there's many, that many G.I. Joe movie fans yeah. out there who are like, hey. And I mean, for one thing, it's like, you're going to make two G.I. Joe movies. G.I. Joe is the only franchise in the world, cartoon-wise, where one of their characters actually exists in the real world. And you're going to make two G.I. Joe movies and not give me Sergeant Slaughter in one of them? Like, Uh, what are you doing? You shouldn't even be making these movies. It's like, we're going to make a G.I. Joe movie. That's the first sentence said. And like... The yeah. movie studio office. We're going to make a G.I. Joe. The second thing that should have been said is, can we get Sergeant Slaughter? Yes, then you make the movie. Yeah. No, you do not make the movie. Like, give yeah. me a break, man. And again, I think it was more a way to, to push product than it was to, to give us what we grew up with. I don't know any kids that like the G.I. Joe movies or the Transformer movies. I'm sure there's some out there. But every Halloween comes and goes, and I don't see any kids dressed up as Transformers. I worked at Spirit Halloween. Mm -hmm. No kids bought Transformer costumes. And I mean, if you're listening right now and you're like, my kid loves Transformers, well, cool. Like, your kid's into it. That's awesome. It's meant for kids. But 
I don't ever see them. They're like one in a million likes this movie. And the thing is, they're making a spinoff about Bumblebee. No. And it's supposed to be even more kid friendly. Like, oh, well, and that's nobody wants a Bumblebee movie. No, I, we I don't. don't want these movies. Give me a damn Starscream origin movie or something like that. Would be good. you know what? Thank you for saying it. Give me <laughs> the, right. Transformers would be amazing if they did an origin story for certain things. Starscream would be great. And <clears throat> again, going back to our childhood, Megatron, when what he transformed into was a, a big gun. He was a cannon. Yeah. Even back in the old animated series, and because it's not PC friendly, they had to make him into whatever that I don't even remember what he was. Was he a jet? He turned into He was something. a jet. Yeah. He was kind of like a jet, yeah. Well, that's Starscream. That's what that's yeah. what Starscream is, hence the the name Starscream. That was so. like the first movie I loved so much, and it was only because Starscream stuff. I'm like, because yeah. Starscream is my favorite Transformer. Like, I, he was uh, awesome. Mine was Soundwave because you could actually play tapes in him when you were a kid. Yeah, you know that's another cool. tangent. You can I you and I could go off of his '80s toys. Oh my god! Do you man. remember? And you probably your eyes are going to light up. Do you remember the Rambo water grenade rocket launcher um, that was battery powered? I don't remember the rocket launcher. I had the, I had like the Uzi. Rambo Uzi that you could like actually like mm-hmm. cock it back and then shoot it. I had that. Yeah, man. I, I wish I could it. go back and tell my little man self like, yo, dude, keep all this stuff. Me too. Because it's going to be amazing when you're an adult. And you're like, look what I got. I had, oh my God, I had uh, Voltron, the full set. I had Gorgon. Did you have uh, the tigers or the lions or the cars? The lions. I had the, I, yeah, I remember that. Yep. My parents got me the Voltron car set, like the one with all the trains that come together. I was really bummed out. Was that a thing? I don't remember. That. Yeah, there was I, like I the. It. it was like the. Yeah, it sucked. So <laughs> I wanted I, the lions. I grew up as an only child, which it, you know, kind of bittersweet. But for I'm trying to pull it up here for Christmas one year, my my. I can't remember if it was my mom or my grandparents or collectively. They got me laser tag. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the laser tag from the 80s with the with the vest and the... Yeah. Let me see if I can pull up a video. But I love this thing. And I ended up... And there was like a... I think there was a um, cartoon that went with it. But I had the whole set. And I remember literally strapping the vest to a tree and shooting at it. But it, it was such a cool concept. There's the stuff right there. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And just like you, I wish I would have, number one, not trashed this stuff, and number two, still have it. Cause yeah. I'm rebuying everything. I mean, right over there on the floor, if you look, mm-hmm. there's Castle Grayskull. Oh, that's, you know, that's so cool. I'm rebuying stuff and keeping it nice and pristine. I think I'm going to have to. I'll never be able to get everything I had again. Yeah. Um. All right. Well... That's Scaredy Cast for this week. Thanks, guys. We'll, we uh, kind of uh, we hit on everything. Yeah, we hit on a lot of <laughs> stuff. We'll uh, we'll come back next week and have you know we'll try and stay on a certain topic, but we'll uh, probably yeah. ADD medication will not kick in and we'll go everywhere across every spectrum. <laughs> right. Uh, you can follow us at the Scaredy Cast on Twitter until someday we can get at Scaredy Cast. That'd be great. Yep. And uh, my Instagram, I believe, is actually Tony knows it. I don't even know my own Instagram. I don't know your Instagram. It was it was three M B zero W three. Yeah, it was something like that. 
Anyway, doesn't matter. You don't need to follow me. Just follow ScaredyCast. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, yeah, go to ScaredyCast.com. Yep. Uh, I do have a little bit of news. Uh, starting next week, summer officially begins. Big Brother, CBS. It premieres. Season 19 is premiering. And I got an all-new podcast that's going to be dropping. We're going to be doing live episodes Oh, every Thursday night. Am I going to have to start watching Big Brother? Maybe. I might have to. Uh, we're going to do a live episode every Thursday night. Uh, it's going to be a podcast called The Slopcast. Okay. You'll be able to go to slopcast.com to... Listen live every Thursday. You don't have to listen live because, you know, once we're done recording, they'll be up for you to download and listen, you know, whenever you want to, wherever you want to. But, you know, we'll have a chat room and things like that going on. We're going to have a party every Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, until then, scaredycast.com. Uh, go buy some shirts. We're running out. We don't have any more larges. I might have taken the last one. Larges are all gone. Um, that's all I got right now. Yeah. Thanks, you guys, for listening. We'll Um, see you next week. Good night.